Good evening, and welcome to Mile High Podcast. As always, we're your hosts tonight. We'll be telling you tales of drugs, pop culture, and using the word fuck a lot. Now remember, marijuana can be dangerous. Don't hurt yourself or your loved ones, but subscribe. What's up, yo? This is Dave from the Mahai Podcast, and apparently I'm really fucking loud. James ain't here tonight, unfortunately. He's got called away for some uh, family emergency duty, so it's me trying to uh, navigate a podcast as the host, so who the fuck knows if that's going to work. But with me tonight is one of my really good longtime friends, a uh, dude I've known for, uh, what, 10? Oh, more than probably not 30, 15, 15, 15 years. years yeah. yeah, 15 years. My homeboy, Chris Pace. Hello. Hey, glad to be here. Thanks, Dave. It's uh, it's awesome to be uh, seeing you again. For first of all, yeah, but uh, we've while, never huh? been high together, man. Never been Ever. high. Drunk. Been drunk. Yeah. Drunk plenty of times. Yes. Yes. Very true. In uh, fact, I, I think I actually at one point lived in your basement, and uh, I got drunk a lot during that time. Yeah, those are good times. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, like I said, I've known Chris for a really long time. Uh, we have some really interesting stories. Uh, none of which are. Gonna be put into the uh, <laughs> the, 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 the stream, yeah, the stream online because uh, yeah, there's some pretty salacious stories yeah, in there. Uh, you know, my favorite still is how we met, man. <laughs> uh, so, so I thought about this. Uh, my my favorite story is how we met, and then again, then maybe that'll be in a future show. Uh, but my second, and I'm gonna tell this right now if you don't mind, and that is uh, I've had a beard for the last three and a half years only because of you. You know, <laughs> prior to you, I was never allowed. Like I was told I would be stapled to the bed and shaved, and uh, and and I told I told my wife that you know I had put up a bet with you that I lost. In fact, I actually won that bet. There was a bet, um, but I told her I lost it just so I could grow out my beard and have a reason because I'm a man of my word. And uh, after two months, she's like, you can never shave that beard. <laughs> so you changed my life and my marriage. That's good. So. You know, I am always changing lives everywhere I go. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm kind of a hero. Yeah, so. I was going to say, you're, you're like, you're a fixer, you're a healer. You're I'm a, a smoker. You're a midnight uh, toker. Yeah, feeler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, that's my wife. I'm kind of a midnight feeler, for sure. <laughs> right on. Yeah. So, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. So, um, tonight, we were going to have a, a really fun discussion about Halloween. Um, you know, I, I'm not really huge into Halloween, and I know a lot of folks out there, that's their favorite. Right. You know, uh, that surprises Halloween. me you're not into Halloween. Yeah, no, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, because you, you love gore and blood and guts. I do, but yeah. I love that shit all year round. I don't need okay. it one <laughs> month to celebrate it, you know, and then, you know, fuck off the rest of the month. Sure, there you year. go. So, you know, I like Halloween. <clears throat> it's, you know, there's a lot of scary movies and stuff, and um, Netflix is dropping a lot of really um, good, scary content right now. So uh, we like to start the show, Chris, yeah. every week with uh, talking about stuff that we watched. And so oh. my guest of honor, why don't you oh, tell us man. what you watched this oh, week, man. man? So, uh, you know, it's funny you ask that because uh, this is actually a point of contention in our house because I watch so many movies, but it's because I fly around a lot. So I was on 10 flights uh, last week. Fucking eight. Yeah, so I watch a lot of movies. So all that said... Um, the best thing I watched, believe it or not, was uh, Godzilla. Godzilla? Yeah. Is it the one with uh, Millie Bobby Brown in yeah. it? Yeah. And right. I, got, I got to tell you, um, as much as the story sucked, I thought the action was great and the depiction of the actual monsters. Now, I'm an old school Godzilla fan. I watched it growing up. Godzilla, Mothra, um, Mecha Godzilla. I was hoping Mecha Godzilla would be the person, but of course they brought in someone else. But it's, uh, no, that was, that was good. Um, I watched, uh, oh man, what's the parting glass? That's an old school one. What's uh, that one? 
Uh, it's it's like a drama, like, you know, someone in the family dies and it shows the other siblings kind of dealing with it on a road trip. So it's a slice of life, you know. So that was really good. It's kind um, of a downer. No, that, that, well, yeah, it was. But, you know, you always get a good Shin soundtrack when you, know, when you get a downer movie like that. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, the Shins are going to be out with something and Zach Braff will probably back it up. So <laughs> what did uh, you watch, man? Man. Okay, speaking of Zach Braff, so we, welcome to my high podcast, Chris. We fucking go on tangents like no one's business. And so, yeah. Zach Braff. You ever see Garden State? Yeah, love yeah, it. It's a fucking great movie. Yeah. Zach Braff, uh, for those who don't know, he was the doctor in Scrubs, like the young white guy in Scrubs. Right. I don't really know from anything other than that in Garden State. Yeah. And it's one of those unassuming movies that you just watch, you're like, I don't know what I just watched, but it was fucking fantastic. Sure. So, I like Zach Braff. Do you, do you know, I, I have a theory on Zach Braff. Tell me your theory. Out. So, Zach Braff was doing great in his career. He did Garden State, and then James McAvoy came along. And James McAvoy started Wanted, and he looks just like Zach Braff. So everybody started casting. I don't, I have, this, none of this is confirmed. It's all speculation, right? This is the back page of the Variety 2 that you don't read, the Ocho. So, and it's, uh, man, I'll tell you, what everybody started, you know, casting Zach Braff, bringing him in, you know, for these action films. And they're like, no, man, that, that, I, I do drama. And people are like, well, shit, take your crying shit elsewhere. And then James McAvoy, and who did he end up being? Professor X. Yeah. Like, I mean, badass. He stole that. Could you imagine Zach Braff with a shaved head being Professor X? That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> so, um, I've known Chris, like I said, about 15 years. Um, but the co-host I do this with mm-hmm. is a dude named James. And uh, you guys listening, you know James. Chris has never met James, which is kind of unfortunate. Because you guys, if putting you two guys in a room, mm-hmm. nobody else would ever fucking talk. Because you guys are <laughs> the chattiest motherfuckers I've ever uh, right heard in my life. Thank you. So, and yeah, it is a compliment. So, take it as a compliment. Um, but we used to have these conversations about casting X-Men movies when we were in, like, early part of middle school. Before, like... Oh, yeah. So, we're like, who the fuck is gonna be Professor X? And James is a huge, uh, uh Star Trek's Next Generation. He's like, Patrick Stewart, there's nobody other than Patrick Stewart. Uh, and we're like, yeah, what do I, nobody knows that motherfucker. Fucking name Patrick Stewart. So, every nailed time, it. yeah, he nailed it. He cast those movies pretty good. I cast Danzig as Wolverine because oh, he would have been great. But then it was too late. And they've, I'm not a Hugh Jackman um, Wolverine fan, dude. Okay. Um, so I'm a comic book nerd, and I grew up listening to Wolverine. Or listening. What? Reading yeah, Wolverine. Reading I'm listening guys. to uh, Hold on. Hold on. I'll get one for you. Yeah. So actually, there's a really awesome uh, podcast series. Thank you. A really awesome podcast series where it's uh, Theater of the Mind. Um, and it has Wolverine yeah. in it. So that's pretty cool. Um, other tangent. So Wolverine, you know, it had to have been like Stallone or fucking Danzig. You know, someone yeah. short and stocky. Sure. And Hugh Jackman didn't fit it. And he did a great job. Uh, Logan was yeah. fantastic. But I didn't like him as Wolverine, which is rare because everybody loves him as fucking Wolverine. Well, so I, I love him as Wolverine. I thought he did a great job. Not to say that someone else couldn't have done it. You say Danzig. I can picture Glenn Danzig if he wasn't such a prick. Whoa. Actually, maybe, that plays, that plays yeah, he's a prick, it, right? Yeah. He's kind of a prick. Have you seen the video where he gets decked by a yeah, man in the hallway? Like, yeah, so Google Danzig gets punched. There you go. That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, so we have this, uh, we say GTS, so Google that shit. So okay. GTS Danzig gets punched. I like that. All yeah. right, GTS. GTS that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So where did we start? So we're at Wolverine Danzig. Who would be a good Wolverine for the reboot? Oh, man. Because you know uh, they're going to reboot it. Oh, of course. Whew, I'm trying to think. Did that Man, that's a tough one. Because that's such a, that, like, that. I don't know, that's such a core, like, you have to get that. You have to get it right, yeah. Yeah, that one you can't script. You can you can blow it up with Storm. I don't think Storm's as consequential. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Wolverine, you got to get right. 
I'm I saying know. Tom Hardy. No, okay, I can see Tom Hardy doing it. You know, or The Rock. No, no I'm just no, kidding. Rock's <laughs> fucking everything. Right. Yeah, so The Rock is uh, in this movie called The Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And uh, we actually had a discussion a couple weeks ago because James used to be a Jungle Cruise skipper. Oh. And so we had another Jungle Cruise skipper coming in, calling, and they were rating this. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Like, I, that's cool. You like, know, that, yeah, that's, cool. Worry, yeah. that's one of those random things you see on the internet. It's like a town hall meeting, and, and they're talking about some obscure issue, and then all these specialists that do these obscure issues, like... I didn't even realize this was a thing until all these fucking specialists tell me that it, now it's a thing. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So, James is very excited for the Jungle Skipper movie. Rock would be a terrible Wolverine. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I said that in jest. <laughs> what, what I meant was, uh, um, what's, what's his name? Kevin, uh, who's Kevin, the... Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so The Rock and Kevin Hart are like, it's a one-two duo. Yeah. They were great in CIA. Um, yeah, but they, Kevin Hart would have to be there, so... Yeah. So you put fucking The Rock as Colossus, and then when you have right. Kevin Hart as a Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. Instead of being German, he'll that. be from, like, the inner city of L.A. or something. Right. Oh, nice, nice. All right. <laughs> so we're kind of going off track. So what else did you watch this week? Anything good? Um, what, are, what are some of these other movies? You don't have to talk about them, but just, yeah. you know, what are the titles? Oh, well. And do you watch them, like, on your iPad or what? You know, I watch them on my phone. Yeah. Oh, how do you fucking do that? I have eyes are shit. No, I have I have fun. I have four-year-old man eyes. Okay. I need bifocals, motherfucker. Yeah. I can't yeah, watch no. a movie on a phone. No, what no. You watch? Yeah. Well, now I'm trying to think, man. Um, let's see. I rewatched uh, um, Major League. That uh, was a good one. Yeah. That's all classic, right? And then here's the scary part. And then I, all of a sudden, on Facebook, start getting these ads that are for Bob Euchre and, sh- and all these random Dude, shirts. I'm like, yeah. he's fucking CIA. I can't <laughs> yeah. the fuck away. So, um, that's a, this is another fucking tangent. This is yeah. a Mile High podcast. Um, tangent right here. So, um, one of my employees, I work at a coffee company, the ones that have the green aprons, you know, you guys could put it together. Um, one of my employees is like, you should really watch David Tennant in this movie, in this show called Broadchurch. It's a British murder mystery show. Okay. Fuck, dude, I get home, I turn on Facebook. Yeah. Like, my phone is in my pocket, mind you. Yeah. I'm getting all sorts of, like, Broadchurch. And then I turn on my TV and Netflix is rec- recommending Broadchurch. Uh-huh. Never heard about this show ever in my life. Right. All of a sudden, fucking Broadchurch is everywhere. Uh, George Orwell, but, then, but you know what? Broadchurch, great fucking show. David Tennant in it is right. amazing. Except right. for I see him as uh, Scrooge McDuck. Okay. Because he's the new Scrooge McDuck. Right. Yeah. And I can't, when he says this, uh, has this full Scottish accent. Yeah. It's fucking Scrooge McDuck. I can't. That's funny. Yeah. That's awesome. And scary. Yeah, I have to not think about how much we're uh, we're stalked by our, our devices. Yeah, it's, so it's scary. It's pretty scary. Yeah. So, no, I'm trying. You know, I can't think of anything else I watched. I did a lot of work on the plane too, so I don't always watch movies. Uh, but I'll tell you, a show that I just watched is uh, uh, the Righteous Gemstones. You talked oh, about that. Tell me about it. Yeah. Holy shit! Have you watched it yet? No. I, my, oh. The, my parents love this show. Yeah. So it you is, and my parents yeah, love it that is show. Fantastic, man. I'm not kidding. Like very rarely does a show, and I think there were nine episodes, but very rarely do you just not waste scenes. And I and that's to me, especially in a show where I want if you want to get me to binge watch it, then feed it to me like little hits of dopamine. And that's that's what the show does. It just it, it absolutely like tees up scene by scene. You're like, Yep. And and it's Danny McBride, right? So did you watch Eastbound and Down? No. Okay. But so, I love Danny McBride. So Danny McBride's fantastic. So Eastbound and Down First season, phenomenal. Second season, quickly fell off. It got a little too far out there. To me, it's kind of like a, uh, what's the show up in uh, Shameless? 
you know, I'm like, at nine seasons of this decrepit family, like, just pull your shit together. One yeah. of you pull your shit together. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to so, interrupt you real quick. Yeah, please. So we keep talking every week. I think we brought up this topic of how the British people do their shows. They do limited seasons for maybe five seasons, um, and they do 12 episodes. And it's leading to, like, a higher quality product. And we're talking about, like, the office mm-hmm. in the American version of office went on way too long after Steve Carell left. Mm-hmm. They should have lopped it off. Game of Thrones yeah. lost. And that sounds like one of those shows that was amazing up at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. And then it went on way too long. Yeah. Well, I think there's some things, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like this. There are some scripts that are meant to be a miniseries and some that are meant to be a movie and some that are meant to be a series. You know, like you think bad horror flicks in the eighties. You they made a series out of everything, and they got lucky that Campy just happened to sell. It became novelty. You know, but but there's so many other ones. Like think about the Jaws. Like I don't need Jaws three and four. I yeah, just don't. No. And then there's like the reboot and the, the you know the next tooth and all these other bullshit sequels, and it blows it away. And then it, and then it kills the original because I can't help thinking about some of the bullshit that they tried to do. And like just stick with the first. It's good. It's good just like that. So you're not a fan of the reboots then? We've had this... We've had... I want to hear your opinion on this. Yeah, so so I, th- I think a lot about this shit because I'm an 80s kid. And, you know, I was born in 79, but I am that 80s kid. So I think the ne- the upcoming Top Gun is going to be out of the park good. I have all my faith in Tom Cruise and all those guys doing it again. Um, it'll throw me off if they bring Goose back. As much as I love Goose, they can't bring it back, no. right? Goose uh, Ghost. But that's sometimes what, uh, what 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 they do with those reboots. But like a bad example, Point Break. Point Break was absolute fucking trash. Period. Trash. I what they it, it basically it took like the the stiff black cup of coffee of Point Break and it turned it into a monster energy with a fucking guy named Kyle drinking it, smashing drywall. It was just shitty. It is shitty. Is that a played out meme? Yeah. I think that's funny. I love the Kyle jokes. No. Cow. Cow. So. Yeah, so. What, what are your thoughts on reboots? My, they're unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, the Disney reboots are completely unnecessary, complete money grab. Okay. Oh, yeah. But they're still good. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, these reboots are fucking stupid. As somebody who, you know. In my opinion, wrote like I, you know, I wrote Race to Space, right. which is uh, my sci-fi series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that content, that story lends itself to a movie or a Netflix series, but Absolutely. everybody is just regurgitating the same shit. Mm-hmm. So, as a creator myself, like I want them to start expanding, getting some new content mm-hmm. that's not fucking The Lion King or Aladdin or whatever. Right. But at least they're doing a good job like at least disney's doing a good job a lot of these other reboots are fucking trash right um but you can guarantee that disney's going to put out at least a pretty decent product sure. so um i've considered the star wars mm-hmm. um as reboots okay and um and i think they've done a great job <laughs> yeah you know have, have you seen last uh the last jedi and, i did yeah, yeah i actually went to a premiere of that one did you really yeah totally uh, I thought it was fantastic, and and I'm not someone that's really followed Star Wars. Like I can't tell you I've watched, you know, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi in probably 15 years. Uh, I mean, like, there's some people that just perennially watch these shows, um, and I and I don't. So when I walked in and I watched this last one, it was fantastic. Like I followed the story, and I I watched Solo, and then what was the one previous to the um, last one that came out? It was the the Last Jedi, and then it was. Um... James, you're going to kill me because it's James's favorite fucking okay. movie. It's um, Rogue One. Okay. Yeah, did you so ever see Rogue One? I did. I okay. did. Yeah, so that great. was Yeah, no. So I liked them all. I really liked them. But I almost wonder if 
my my ignorant objectivity has added to the entertainment factor because I'm not trying to put all the Easter egg together and I'm not trying to think about all the connections and, oh, they have to honor this and, oh, Luke would have never done that or, you know, and I'm not picking on people that love the series that are devoted to oh, it. Oh, you right pick on but but at, but at the end of the day, man, you know, like for me, like I just want a good flick out of Star Wars. And I thought they did a better job with that than the first. The one I didn't like was the first one that came out in like 2001. It was like the first. The Phantom Menace? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking yeah. That was, that was pretty awful. Yeah. Jar Jar Binks is terrible. I mean, I like the idea of a Sith. That was kind of a cool, you know, mini boss type deal. But, you know, at the end of the day, and maybe it was just because of my expectation of special effects is so much higher than. Most people. Yeah, but. you know, generally the prequels are not great. Like, yeah. there's some really good parts of the prequels, but as a whole, not great. Yeah. I think this rebooted um, series that J.J. Abrams and uh, Colin, whoever the fuck his name is, Trevor O, or whoever yeah. the, fu- whoever the fuck directed the last, um, the last one. Oh, the last Star Wars? No, it was Ryan Johnson. Ryan something. Oh, okay. I don't fucking I don't know. <laughs> Google whoever the director is of the last Star Wars. But yeah, I think him GGS. and JJ, yeah, Google that shit. So I think that those last two Star Wars movies uh, that they made were great. Okay. Um, and that really leads us into the thing that stood out to me the most. Did you watch the trailer for? I did. I did actually you, watched it today. Did you? I did some homework. I wanted to hear what your opinion is first. Yeah. Because I think it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. It looks amazing. Um, it it really does. Um, uh, and here's what I appreciate, especially in a franchise like Star Wars. If I saw that and I'd never seen that movie, I'd think all the good parts were put into the trailer and then you're just going to suck me in for a bunch of boring exposition. But I think because of this series, the, the fact that they showed us that in the trailer, you don't need a fucking teaser if you're going to see Star Wars. Like, you're going to see. It's exactly. going to be $400 million opening, you know, opening weekend or whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it looks fucking great. The battle scenes look fantastic. Oh. Like, I like the emotionality that they brought into the Star Wars because it's not just good versus evil anymore. Like, now it's good versus evil. Well, maybe. Maybe if I feel like it, maybe if I don't want to, you know, you know, it's kind of like every, every character lately has had their own development. And that's one thing I don't think you saw in George Lucas's originals is you didn't see like who was Luke at the beginning of, you know, uh, Empire Strikes Back and at the end, he was kind of the same doofy guy. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. I, I, and I'm one of the people I think I consider myself a Star Wars fan, like a fanboy. Like I don't maybe deep dive as much as some other people, but I love Star Wars. I grew up with Star Wars, but I'm not somebody who's going to be like, you know, uh, why didn't Carrie Fisher die in the last? Why? Why did? Why didn't they do this? Why did the Force change? Why is Luke, you know, kind of an old grumpy man? I look at that stuff as this dude's taking uh, a risk and kind of putting his own spin on it. I love the that he's taking artistic freedom. Uh, In the series, J.J. Abrams doing the same thing. I think they're great. I think they're doing a great job, and I'm so fucking stoked for this next movie because J.J. Abrams is kind of like, all right, we did our artistic vision for the first two. Now we're just going to, this is the end of the story, sure. so we're going to pull out all the fucking stops. Um, and I think he's throwing everything at it. Like that scene in the trailer where all the ships, you see the, the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. flight, and there's just like ships everywhere. Yeah. You know that the final battle in Star Wars mm-hmm. is going to be the most epic fucking battle. And yeah, this trailer just really like got me going. I am yeah. so fucking excited. Oh, I agree with you. That's a, uh, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm a sucker for any kind of big ocean type scenes. Oh yeah. So those, uh, when those are well done, those are always the best. Yeah. I think the scene that really stuck out to me is when it was uh, that 
icy cold uh-huh. world, yep. and it just reflected. Yeah, and then it, you see the waves hit. Yeah, and then yeah. The, you know, a few uh, clicks later, you see the fucking um, the ship, mm-hmm. the Empire yeah. ship, yeah. crashing through the ice. So, exactly. Uh, God, no, it's fun. I'm getting fucking goosebumps just thinking we, about we, this. Yeah, we, we should go grab yeah. a bootleg copy right now. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. going to China. <laughs> All right, if you're Chinese, uh, email me at redbeard at mahipodcast.net, <laughs> and then you... you Send me the movie. Yeah, I'll so, pay you I'll in Bitcoin. <laughs> I have a half of one. A half a Bitcoin. A half a Bitcoin. That shit fluctuates. You know, we have a, a friend of the show um, who's into that. You know, he knows all about the economy and, mm-hmm. and what to invest in and shit. And he's really behind cryptocurrency as yeah. the future, which I'm sure it is. But like, watching Bitcoin going from like thousand yeah. dollars to like five dollars and then back up, it's like right. a fucking year. I, yeah, I exactly. can never. I don't have any faith in that shit. No, I agree with you. Uh, that's, why, that's why I don't gamble. And yeah. I think it is. It's just it's just a removed level of gambling. But anyway. Yeah, I don't gamble either. I'm, I am I love going to Vegas. Yeah. But I hate gambling. Gotcha. So. Yeah. All right. So what we're uh, talking about tonight. Oh, I didn't talk about what I watched. Yeah. No, Come on. Stop being so selfish. I know. It's my turn now. Gosh, I'm so sorry. Man. This Wayne was, does that to me. Yeah. I thought, well. <laughs> so I watched uh, a few shows this week because now that uh, – I'm done writing one book and I'm kind of in between, so I'm have a little bit more free time. So and I I'm doing uh, some research, as we call it, for the show where I'm getting fucking high and then going and watching a show. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So I actually watched quite a few things last sure. week and a lot of stuff dropped. Um, I was gonna talk about The Watchmen, which was a really good show. I'm I'm a fan of the book, not so much a fan of the movie. Okay. Um, and it, this is not really a uh, a sequel to the movie. It's kind of like a reinterpretation. So a lot of shit was pretty convoluted in the first episode. Okay. Uh, really good, but I need to watch a couple more episodes yeah. to see how they're going to like set up the story. Cause you have, um, Mr. Man, you see Dr. Manhattan once. Right. Uh, did you ever watch, read the movie or watch the yeah, movie? I watched the movie. I read the comics and I actually just watched the first episode. Did you read? Okay. Yeah. So, cool. So so we that's why, that's why I have this shit eating grin on my face while you're talking. Cause yeah. I'm like, Oh, Thing. Fuck, cool. So, yeah, they showed uh, Dr. Manhattan, and then they showed the Night Owls uh, plane, which is, uh, what did I put it? It's the Archimedes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, those are, like, the only two drawbacks to the, the previous movie or to the comic. Right. Warshock's mass, of mm-hmm. course. Um, he's got to be a symbol for something, and so I'm interested to see what he's, uh, like, why people are... Uh, so into like falling wars, right. why are they yeah. the, the criminals? Yeah. So yeah, what's your take on it? Um, similar to that, I love the the reinterpretation of Rorschach being a leader because he was always such a solo guy before. Yeah. And now it went like they totally flipped that. And if you can if you can execute a good flip, you know, when you flip the script, I guess they say, um, that's that's fantastic. Um, it, it was uh, I, I gotta say the fight scene was nice and gritty. I like good directing where I see cows getting just chopped. Oh, yeah, that, just, that was cool. That beef. scene was really cool, man. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, it was uh, but I, you know it was funny because it just uh, it's been so long since I've been into you know I've, I've watched any of that stuff or read any of that stuff. And Brittany and I actually watched it, and and we both had you know we always watch it and then we'll talk about it. Well, what do you think? Well, I think this, and what do you think the next episode is going to be? And we get into that whole thing, and so and we both kind of left the the first episode. While there were there were some cool things I liked, it was like if I didn't watch season two or you know episode two, I wouldn't be heartbroken. But yeah, exactly. I'm still kind of intrigued to watch it. Exactly. And of course, now I'll watch it. Yeah, well, it was good enough to where like I can't wait to see episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it very well could just drop off if they don't like start. If they don't start like 
latching back to previous works, mm-hmm. I it might lose my interest because right. the story might be good. But you know, I'm watching Watchmen for Night Owl. I'm watching right. it for Osmandius. So uh, I want to see those guys. I think Jeremy Irons actually is Osmandius, but like oh. super fucking old. Yeah. Um. Another good reinterpretation. I was yeah. wondering about that because his character was so peculiar. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's, he's plays a good weird guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, ever since Lolita. I mean, yeah, it kind of sets the P- bar. Yeah, it sets the bar for weird fucking character. Yeah, I love him though. Um, so I thought Watchmen was good, but you know, I'll give a couple more episodes if it doesn't get me. There's so mm-hmm. much content out there. Oh, yeah. There, you know, Mr. Robot is like one that always right. comes to mind. We had a big fucking uh, Christian Slayer jack off a couple weeks ago, right? And none <laughs> of us had seen Mr. Robot. And we're like, oh, yeah. we fucking love all these other Christian Slater things, and we don't, we've never watched Mr. Robot. That's one of them. Um, fucking uh, Carnival Row. Uh-huh. It's another one. People love this fucking Carnival Row, and I've watched like maybe two episodes. I liked it, but mm-hmm. I just, just, there's right. no time. There's yeah. no time in the fucking no. day. Never enough. Especially for you. Well, never enough. Yeah, you're fucking traveling all the time. Yeah. So well, that's well, which is funny, and you know, it, it, having a lot of stuff going on here, you know, with three kids and, and animals and a wife and all that, but it. it why did why is the wife at the end of that list? That wife should have been top of no, that list. No, no, no. She knows she's the top. No, she's the one that holds it all together. It's oh, okay. Even at the end, right? No, she's the, the finale. So, uh, no, I mean, my point is, is I actually have a lot of free time. So you say something about being busy, and maybe I'm taking that too literal, but... Uh, man, I'll tell you, um, it is when I'm on the road, it actually gets easier for me because everything is just, you know, I, I just, people make my bed and uh, and I and I get just do my shit. So I come here as the chaos, but that's yeah. why Brittany and I peek, sneak away and we, you know, we watch we watch shows. So see, I am not great about the the thing is there's. So many fucking shows out there. It doesn't matter if you have free time on the, the road. Yeah. Or if, you know, you are fucking constantly working. There is just so much content out there. Yeah. There, you look at uh, just Netflix alone. Mm-hmm. And the next couple shows that I'm going to talk about were recommendations from Stephen King. And one was a recommendation that was like, I saw on Facebook. Like, I saw a, a headline that cut it out. Like, um, this movie Eli, that I'm going to talk about in a second was causing people to have, like, demonic um, visions. Right. And so, like, this movie's got to be good. And so then it caused me to check it out. And then I checked out the trailer, and it looked creepy as fuck. And so it got me to watch the movie. Um, Marianne, which is a French horror show, never would have heard about it, but it was a recommendation by Stephen King's. And I love fucking Stephen King's shit. So I went to that. But unless you're coming through the ether, man, it's so hard to, like, to get all that content. Right. Yeah, it's fucking hard. Sure. Yeah. Well, the, uh, so just a specific call out for you, man. That's why I appreciate, and I haven't, so I haven't talked to you in a while, but man, you making content. I think that's the, that's the new original is there's so many people consuming content. If you can create it, I mean, that's, that's awesome. So anyway, that's a, ah. that, that's an, I, I guess a, 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 a shaded comment of, I'm just so proud of you for writing oh, books, man. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. The, the whole book thing has really opened up a lot of, uh, different things for me in this podcast is a continuation of that. This is an idea that I have been kicking around my head for, uh, I don't know, probably since I was 16 years old. So mm-hmm. like, you know, 20 years, 20 fucking yeah. six years. It's awesome. So, um, yeah, I've been kicking around this idea for a long time and then, you know, actually getting up the, the nuts to fucking go and write a, a book and, you know, go on research trips and shit. Um, kind of like why I, if I did that, why can't I do this? Sure. 
And the buzz that we're getting is building. Fucking James. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to fucking blow James for a second here. He fucking, he um, is so personable that he's getting out to all these different shops, getting fucking sponsors, um, getting uh, our name out there. So, you know, I found a, a partner that really digs what we're doing. Yeah. Um, he's passionate about it. Um, Nancy is super fucking passionate. I love having a female voice on this. Um, so this is just turned out because I said, why the fuck not? Yeah. And that's a big thing that Kevin Smith would say. Right. Is he's like, why the fuck not? If you, and when I met him a couple years ago, he was like, why not? Yeah. You know, and so now I'm why not? And then I'm trying to tell, you know, tell my friends why not? Yeah. And so that's a, it's a good fucking cool way to live, man. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, no yeah. kidding, man. I love yeah. it. It's, it's so, awesome watching you do all this stuff. I appreciate that. So, um, Marianne. Yeah. Fucking... This show, like I said, was recommended by Stephen King, and he's the king of horror. Um, pardon the fuck. Um, so if he says, this fucking thing scared me when I was watching it, then I'm fucking beelining it. Right. And so Marianne is a Netflix, it's a French Netflix original. It's a haunted ghost story that is set in, um, like, uh, probably the last, like, five, ten years but a good bulk of the story happens like 15 years ago. Um, it's about this author who um, had these massive nightmares, horrible nightmares growing up. Um, and she became a writer. And when she would write these stories, the nightmares started going away. Huh. But you find out that the shit that she's writing is coming true. Oh, nice. And so it unleashed this fucking crazy demon named Marianne uh -huh. on this little fucking town. So now she has to go back and fight this demon. But I mean, huh. and it's a, it's an episodic show, but they're able to keep that fucking scare horror factor going. I mean, I'm just about to the end. Um, so everything's starting to come together, but on top of that, they're adding more scares and shit. Mm -hmm. Really good fucking show. I um, posted on our page that, people need to watch this fucking show. It's right. great. Even watch the first two episodes because yeah. there is some really good creepy shit that happens in the first couple episodes and then you can fuck off for the rest if you want. But just yeah. appreciate the, sure. the scares from this one. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to check that out. You know, the last time I actually watched a horror movie was with you. Oh, yeah. it was the, the horror fest. Yeah, it was a horror fest. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. a while ago. Yeah, they used to have these horror um, marathons and mm -hmm. it was like a three-day marathon and yeah. we went... For one, we saw probably, what, two, three movies? Seven. Seven yeah, movies. We saw seven, 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 seven movies. Uh, yeah. That's so what it's called. Three of them were good, and yeah. the rest of the ones were shit. Yeah. We saw some weird ones. Were, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I remember uh, one, uh, gosh, I can't even no, Okay, They're all, like, tiny independent movies, yeah, so exactly. you never see them again. Yeah, but. I see part. I can see parts of them, and they're creepy. Yeah. But. One was, like, a black and white one thing, uh -huh. and, like, cannibals and shit. Yeah, there's, there's always cannibals. There's always cannibals. If there's a fest, there's a cannibal. Uh, so yeah. I'm writing this story right now. That is, I'm going to, it's a spoiler, but nobody's going to read this fucking story anyway, so I'm going to spoil it. So I got asked to write this Christmas story by my publisher. Yeah. And I could go one of two directions. I could be a Hallmark writing story motherfucker. Right. And <laughs> Chris they, Christopherson, yeah, Connecticut, exactly. 1983. So I could totally go that way, but I'm, I need to be true to who I am. Right. So I come up with a story where it's a Hallmark movie up until... The last part, <laughs> okay. and then it quickly devolves into a murdered cannibalism story. Okay, and uh, 
I had this weird fucking idea, and they sent it off to my publisher. Like, what do you think of this idea? And they're like, yeah. sure. <laughs> so I'm like, nice. fuck yeah. So <laughs> that's what that's the project I've been writing right now is this crazy fucking Christmas cannibalism story. Nice. Yeah, that's good. awesome, man. Yeah, I like pretty, that. It's pretty fun. Yeah. That's, uh, that reminds me of a. Did you ever read Tennessee Williams? No. He wrote a short story, and uh, and it was the whole the whole story was about. Um, well, now I'm blending a story that I wrote based on that. So I'll tell you this. Now, let's see. My mind's going on tangents. Yeah, see, the, welcome uh, to the Maha Podcast yeah, right? Tangent. Exactly. All right. Yeah, I now am beginning to experience the full effects. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was actually a story I wrote based on it. And it was two guys go and they have lunch and they're just talking about their exploits and they're in Italy. They're in a little side cafe. And they go down the street and the kids that they had kind of spurned and not thrown change at, all these little Italian like ragamuffin kids. And they, you know, the one guy spits at him and the other guy's like, hey, man, like, you, you know, they're kids. You know, he's like, whatever, they're homeless scum. Anyway, when they're leaving, he uh, he throws an empty can at one of them that he, he had pulled, and the kid takes it open, rips it in half, uses to cut him with it, and all the other kids eat that guy. And uh, so, just, wow. I'm sorry, that just reminded me of a story I wrote like 20 years ago. There you go. That's good. All right. See? <laughs> cannibalism. Cannibalism. Everybody, there's always cannibals. <laughs> exactly. But there's nothing, you know, that is a good horror trope. I think I don't think it's outplayed like zombies are. Zombies are really oh, fucking yeah. outplayed. Um, Nancy is not a big fan of zombie movies because just they're the basically the same movie over again. Sure, when you okay. see a cool one like Shaun of the Dead, you're like, yeah. that's a cool take on it. But there's yeah. so few Shaun of the Deads. Um, but Cannibals, they're still kind of a on the outskirts of horror. Yeah, they're, they're not. A, there's not a mainstream cannibalism story. That that's true. Yeah, but you look at huh. we had a serial killer episode um, last week, a couple weeks ago, okay. where. Um, you know, some of the fucking... There's a lot of cannibals. A lot of yeah. serial killers turn out to be cannibals. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're curious enough. You've gone that far. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, shit, that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's kind of weird that... Uh, yeah, that's just not... Why not? You already killed them. Just well, might, we might as well eat them. Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, if you're into shit that most people don't do, I mean, you know, you got it there. Yeah. And it's not like these guys are, you know, I mean, you got to remember that they probably want to stay inside and stay hidden. So they're like, fuck, I'm hungry and I'm all out of food. Can't go to the grocery store. So, all of a sudden, so it's because they're cannibals because they're too lazy to go to the grocery store. Well, they're resourceful. Oh, they're resourceful. Yeah, yeah, it's a risk profile. <laughs> That's weird tangent. All right. So this uh, kind of veering back to the old uh, what I watch. And so last week was a great week for Netflix horror uh, they dropped this movie called Eli, and this is one of the ones where um, people who are watching this movie are seeing demonic demons, or demonic demons, what the fuck, um, seeing demons right. after they watch this movie, and I watch it, and it was actually really good. Um, there was like maybe three or four like real good horror scenes. The story was like a straight up ghost story up until the end, and then it took this like really weird left turn, and... I wasn't a big fan. I was a big fan that um, they took a risk with how the left turn they took. Sure. Um, but it wasn't my favorite ending. But for the whole movie, it was actually, it was a really good movie. And All right. Not a lot of people heard about it. No. So, called I Eli. had it until you posted it. Yeah. Yeah, you posted it on the page and I saw that, so. Yeah. Eli. Yeah, Eli. Eli, right, Eli. and Marianne. Fucking, right. Netflix nice. is just straight That's killing a hell, of a hell of a horror marriage there. Yeah. Do you think they did that on purpose? They're like, you've seen the male version. See the woman. <laughs> You know, she's twice as bad, and, and she she's French. French. Yeah, and she is French. <laughs> she's, she's French. French. She's badass because she is French. <laughs> she is a French ghost, and she'll haunt you. And she'll be very rude to you. <laughs> uh, no, Netflix is just straight killing it on yeah. horror lately, man. Yeah. That's, 
Um, probably the best horror producer right now is the Blumhouse Productions. Okay. Uh, they're putting out a lot of really good, like Conjuring. Uh, I think Conjuring was really good. But Netflix is just, they're taking a, a lot of risk with their mm-hmm. horror. They're putting a lot of um, money, a lot of different projects, mm-hmm. um, international projects like Marianne. <laughs> I mean, like Netflix straight killing it. Even Bird Box, which was kind of goofy, mm-hmm. um, was still pretty good. Has some good tense horror movies right. or uh, horror elements to it. Some good memes came out of that movie. Some good memes, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still this day. It, it was a goofy concept, but it was pretty good. Yeah. It's like one of those movies, this is definitely a Mile High podcast movie. Yeah. Because you got to watch it fucking stoned as you yeah. can. You know, stoned off your ass. Does that make uh, it less scary? No, it makes it cooler. Okay. It, it kind of balances out the goofiness. Okay. You're like, oh, it's good. Nice. Um, fact checking goes out the door and you're yeah, like, this could happen. So you're not... You know, big pot guy. Like, you don't smoke a lot of weed. Uh, you admitted. Right. I smoke a lot of weed, and obviously I own a fucking podcast. Yeah. Sometimes you get a good weed that's like, man, this is really good weed, and then you watch a, a horror movie, yeah. and the shit turns on you. Yeah. And you get, like, really fucking, like, tense and real kind of yeah. anxious. Um, yeah, when I was watching uh, Marianne, yeah. it, it fucking turned on me. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, last time, yeah, it turned. Okay. So that that's a thing. Yeah. No, that's a uh, I that's I can only imagine. I don't I I actually stopped watching horror a long time ago because, you know, actually Brittany told me one time she goes, you know, what you put in you get out. And I was like, "Oh, and that just terrified me at the time." And uh anyway, and to be supportive and a you know, good husband, I was like, "Okay." And I took a break. And and now I feel like especially cuz my son, my son likes horror films, and he started watching. So he watched us on the plane the other day, and uh, he was out traveling with me. And uh, and he and I kept looking over and kept looking over, but I, I truthfully I was like a scared little kid. I'm like, don't watch it too long, don't watch it. But but I've I'm, I've been considering getting back. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I've been considering watching horror films again. You should I'm dabbling. Well, you should start with either Marianne. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, read my head. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that's also going from like zero to sixty. Yeah. Like you should probably you know do something maybe like rewatch Pet Cemetery from the eighties. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that was a creepy one. No, that was that was creepy, yeah. and the fucking scene where the kid cuts oh. Jason Robards. Oh, oh my god! The, yes, yeah. I don't know which is worse: the Achilles heel, the perfect clean wet butter, hot butter cut yeah. for the Achilles, or the lips when he splits him. Yeah, that. Yeah, I definitely like the old one. That was another one that didn't need to be rebooted. Yeah, I didn't uh, even watch. I didn't watch that one. Yeah, and you know it was getting like a bunch of buzz, and that watch is like what is I. They changed the ending. They yeah. changed the whole kind of concept, the story. It ended up being a girl, not the guy. The little girl got oh. killed instead of the kid, the oh, boy. Oh, okay. Um, well, can I ask you this? So so the, the most terrifying scene for me still that plays in my head is when he hits that bicyclist, and uh, and he gets up, and he and he speaks to the, the, the husband. Yeah. You know, like that one freaked out. I can't remember what his name was. It was something funny. But uh, anyway, that was, is that scene still in there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's an important part of the book, too. Yeah. So, but I just, the kid was way creepier yeah. in the first one. Okay. And he's real creepy. And then, yeah. you know, that fucking slicing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, so one of the things, this is going to be a great transition into our actual conversation on sure. Halloween. Yeah. So one of the best things uh, about Halloween is that all the old horror movies come out. Everybody mm-hmm. who is going into their vault and they're pulling out all the old movies. Right. And so Stephen King is really having a big year big couple of years mm-hmm. um and they're pulling out all of his old movies so christine yeah. cujo yeah uh, misery yeah i mean like stephen king has some really great fucking horror movies yeah he, he also has some like 
shit. Yeah. Well, uh, like maximum overdrive. Was, oh, come on. That's Emilio Estevez in his Emilio! <laughs> right? Marty Ducks, man. Uh, <laughs> um, I got my Night of Zara Roxbury, man. I'm, that's but, ingrained. But anyway, so. Uh, I'm going to go into a little tangent here. Yeah. So, when I uh, was in college, I had an internship at the local cable company here in Denver because my dad worked there. Um, They didn't have anything for me to do. Yeah. Literally, I had nothing to do. And so. I sat in on their pay-per-view room, mm-hmm. and I watched Night at the Roxbury mm-hmm. and The Waterboy back to back to back. <laughs> right? Weeks. Yeah. I, I know those oh fun fucking movies so much yeah. that yeah, I have seen Night at the Roxbury more than any human should ever watch Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a good one. It's a good I one. I love yeah. that movie. I, I love The Waterboy. Even this, I've yeah. watched it so many times, Yeah. Um, but I still love the fucking Waterboy. Mm-hmm. They had this cool room in the back. It was all smoked glass. Yeah. There was some dude in there getting paid to watch porn all day. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. So these engineers, <laughs> this is back when, before, like, you know, all these uh, digital te- um, televisions, HDTV. Right. Um, you, digital was very primal, very primitive back then. So they had these big fucking, like, one foot by one foot VCR looking tapes. Yeah. And they pay these engineers that graduated from like engineering college, right. uh, colleges with engineering degrees yeah. to watch these movies. And if one movie started fucking up, to play the movie down below. <laughs> so they're, they're paying these fucking people like engineer wages yeah. to watch these fucking movies. And then some dude's in the back watching fucking porn all day. That's his job. is <laughs> to watch porn to make sure it doesn't fuck up when you watch pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. It's like the old gynecologist joke. You come home and it's like, hey, honey, honey, you think we can get frisky tonight? Oh, please, honey. I've been watching this shit all day. <laughs> you know, eight hours of pounding. The last thing I need is you backing it up. That's fun. <laughs> so, getting back to Halloween, man. Yeah. What, how, what was Halloween like when you were growing up? Oh, man. Um, Halloween was, uh, it was a, it was a great time. I loved Halloween. So, I love when people get all dressed up and, uh, you know, it was just a fun season. So, for me, that all, you know, because Halloween kind of kicks off, for me anyway, kicks off the holiday season. For sure. Right? You know, so it's, uh, so it was, it was you know, like the, the temperature drops, and, you know, fall is one of my favorite seasons. Well, it is my favorite season. One of, you know, there's only fucking four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 25%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Um, Math. No, exactly. But, you know, I, I, I loved Halloween because it was just, it was a time to get excitement. It was a reason to, you know, I don't know, to, to get out and, you know, be about the neighborhood. And I like the point that you brought up, and that is... It, it brings out all the old movies. So growing up, you know, I grew up single mom, and my mom and I would go to the video store, Video Mart on Tennessee, and we would actually go and we would just go and grab all the horror films because I grew up watching a shit ton of horror films. In fact, my mom still says one of the best, worst, excuse me, worst parenting moments ever is when she let me watch Pet Cemetery in like fourth grade. Uh, and she's like, you literally didn't sleep for two months. Like you were just up and you were afraid of any kid that was blonde. Uh, so, anyway, so like you said, he was creepy. Yeah, so my parents let me watch uh, yeah. Lost Boys when I was nine. And oh yeah, I, till this day, I wanted I want to be a vampire when I grow up because of Lost Boys. I was I nine. Do right here, yeah, there you for go. real. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Although I wouldn't be a pussy pussy like Michael. Like, come on, dude, embrace it. Like you sissy, you get the girl. Like the kid's cooler now. Anyway, he's got big old fangs. So <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. Do you know that uh, the girlfriend uh, in Lost? What's her What's her name? She's in Less Than Zero. Yeah, um, Burnett. Um, yeah, I yeah. just know her as Star. Yeah, Star. Exactly. So Star actually owns the Atlanta Hawks. I think it's Jamie Gertz. Jamie Gertz. Yeah, Fuck, it's awesome. Look at that. I'm high as fuck. And I pulled that shit. Jamie Gertz. That was I'm awesome. Like, and she was green. Twister. Yeah. So <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I didn't even know she was in that. Um, but she owns the Atlanta Hawks basketball team. Really? Yeah. Her, her husband's like 
gazillionaire billionaire. And then she had some money, too. So, anyway, random fact. She had some money, too, so she bought the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> exactly. I'd like to be like, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll buy the Celtics. <laughs> I like to have that kind of coin around. Yeah, right, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Did you So, did your mom used to uh, rent VCRs and... Like actual VCRs and shit. Were you that old? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, man. We we had a VCR and we'd go out and get. I mean, we didn't rent well, the VCR. Well, we had we a, the so we, for the longest time we yeah. had to rent our VCR. Okay. We'd go to the v, the um, video store. Yeah. Rent the v, uh, VCR. Yeah. Sometimes you had to rent a rewinder. Okay. Oh. Um, and then <laughs> we go to town. Yeah. yeah. So, um, one of our my favorite weed shops is yeah. actually in the place I used to rent kids uh, movies when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, that's awesome. My first movie was uh, The Neverending Story. Oh, there that's it is. That's a fucking great. That is great yeah, movie. Always, yeah. always. Yeah, all you have to do is show me a horse halfway in a swamp, and I'm in tears, <laughs> man. That's like goose hitting the canopy in Top Gun. Like I just lose it. Uh, so I think it's Goose's kid, by the way. What? What? Goose's kid in uh, Maverick. Oh yeah. You're not gonna see Goose. You maybe oh, flashback, oh, but you're right. gonna see Goose's kid. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, so they still brought him back. They just did it in a twisted way. Exactly. Offspring. Um, do you uh, appreciate Halloween more now that you're a dad and that um, you can like go to these grown-up parties and shit? Or did you appreciate it more because you got the free candy and shit when you were a kid? So so truth is, uh, I loved Halloween as a kid. It was a lot of fun. Um, I liked it more when I was in college. And that's because the outfits got much better. Yeah. And the parties were fantastic. And as a dad, I mean, no, truthfully, it's it's so much fun to walk down. Like, we, we everybody got their costumes yesterday. So, like, my, my son's going as uh, uh, an old-time gangster. My daughter's going as a flapper girl. And then uh, my youngest daughter's going as a hula girl. And so, like, just, you know, taking pictures and watching them get all excited about it, that's second to none. Uh, so, yeah, I guess the answer, the short answer to your question, man, is uh, I love it now because it's cool to take the kids out. Here's Here's what I didn't notice when I was younger. It, it wasn't cold when I was younger. And now it's cold as shit. So when I go outside, and I think that's just because I'm a parent and the adrenaline level or the dopamine release is not quite there. Like, I'm not excited about it. I'm, I'm, I'm more nostalgic. Well, I'm more appreciative that my kids are having fun. But that doesn't keep me warm. No. What kept me warm is running and getting candy and being excited dressed up like Batman. Yeah. I, man, I remember Halloween's being cold as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I... Um, would always have to wear my fucking snowsuit underneath my oh. costume. So <laughs> nice. we used to always buy my costumes big yeah. because I was a fat kid anyway. So they're big, but I was getting like adult costumes when I was like eight years old, nine years old because I had to fit over my snowsuit. Sure. Um, I remember it snowing a, a whole bunch. And my neighborhood back then was really pretty cool. Like everybody would have their lights on and you come back in with a, we, we always use that uh, pillowcases. Of course. Yeah. Um, and so the fucking pillowcase would be, stack right now you go around and there's so few places that are actually uh trick-or-treating and shit yeah um yeah the old neighborhood we used to live in on one side of the street was like a fucking party halloween central uh-huh. and then where we live was like dark Black like out, nobody yeah. yet so everybody went and fucking to the other side of the street oh nice yeah <laughs> that's all but but i mean you go out you go out you know i mean well your son's now he's still old enough yeah, I'm. I'm not actually sure if he yeah. wants to go trick or treat. We oh, got no, him. He's uh, got a maturity uh, about him that I maybe he's down. Yeah, over on most things, it's, yeah. it's a flip of the coin. Like yeah. some things, he's pretty mature on. Yeah. Other things, it's like, yeah, you're still like, you're yeah. still a kid, <laughs> right? But especially when he's talking about like he's starting to, to have the sex talks and shit, mm-hmm. and 
Like, dude, you're fucking 11. Like, yeah. chill out with the sex life. I know the hormones are raging, bro, but yeah, chill but the I fuck out. You know, I always feel like I sound like my grandparents or my, my parents because I, I'm getting to the point where I look back. I'm like, oh, man, are you fucking like, are we already here? We need to talk about this. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to your point, my son's 13. I'm like, you're 13, man. It doesn't, what does it matter? I'm like, you're not going to be sticking that thing anywhere for a while. So, but it doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's a weird tangent. But, um, Sorry. so, uh, I was never, like, really super into Halloween. Yeah. Um, the younger I was, you know, like, the seven, eight-year-old, that, that's great. But, like, the older I got, I probably stopped uh, trick-or-treating when I was about 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, like, zero creativity with my costumes. I was always a football player because mm-hmm. I just wore my football outfit. Oh, my easy, football right? Outfit. Yeah, it's fucking easy. <laughs> Come um, to practice, eat some candy. I did, however. We used to have this uh, neighbor up the street from uh, me, James, and uh, DW. Uh they would invite us when we were 16, 17. Like, we'd go there um, until we were, like, in our 20s. And it was, like, the slutty adult um, Halloween party. Oh, it was nice. fucking sweet. So you're 16, and uh, we're getting high in the garage. <laughs> and we're having a, a very much a conversation like we're having tonight. Yeah. Um, fucking slutty women are, like, 16 years old. You, get, you see, like, the, the slutty nurse walking through, like, this party's fucking great. Jello shots. Yeah. yeah I, oh, threw up a, I threw up a couple years yeah. from all the jello shots they. So I'm throwing uh, my neighbor under the bus. You know who you are, and you listen too. I know that. But I went one year as the crow. Yeah. I was, nice. Yeah. The old Brandon Lee outfit. The old Brandon Lee outfit. Yeah. yeah. So I went. I got like um, electrical tape, and I, I put it on my arm. I wore black. She. I put on like makeup. Yeah. Like, I've never worn makeup. That's the one time in my whole life. No okay. makeup. All right. Yeah. How'd you look? I looked shitty. Yeah. That was really terrible. You looked yeah. like you just broke up with like eight girlfriends. <laughs> Pretty much. I yeah. did a really bad job yeah. of doing it. And then tearing off the tape, I didn't really think I had too much. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I fucking pulled off hair mm-hmm. uh, and trying to wash that shit off was really fucking hard. I was like, I'm not into it. So <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever dressed up again ever since then. <laughs> and that's why you're not emo. No. Yeah. Too much mascara. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. I... I think I painted my nails a couple times. Yeah, okay. Right. You know, it was pretty cool in the early 2000s to paint your nails black. Yeah. Especially, like, if you're into, like, Manson and nice nails like I am. <laughs> paint your shit black. That's I, funny. I had, I had long black hair. Yeah. When I was in... in no shit. Yeah, it was in high school. Yeah. I had, like, shoulder-length dyed black hair. That's fun. I can... I don't think I yeah, can see that. So, if you guys go onto our page, you'll see that I have had my head shaved for over 20 years now. Yeah. Like... I can't imagine myself with hair, but long fucking dyed black hair. Yeah. But my hair is red, so after a week it turned purple. Ah, oh, gotcha. Nice. Did you? Yeah. What was the longest you ever grew your hair? Uh, down to almost my shoulders. So yeah, base of my neck. Uh, it was my freshman year of college, and I never. I grew. That's the first time I ever grew out my sideburns. I grew out my chops. Yeah, you had and, some uh, pretty decent chops over the years. Right. And uh, so I grew out my chops, and then uh, I yeah, my freshman year I didn't want to shave. I didn't want to do anything. And uh, my hair got down to about about almost to the to my shoulders, and uh, it was man, it was it was wacky having that much hair. I think about that now, and I mean, I'd love to have that much hair now. I got yeah, I got this big old bald yeah. spot. But uh, that's why you wear hats. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I told that because I wear hats is why that happened. I'm like, that's, that's bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, I, I see plenty of people with tons of hair always in hats. But yeah. you know, my hair. If I'm not sleeping, I'm in a hat. Yeah. I always yeah. wear hats. Yep. I've no, been the same way for a long time. Yeah, I, you know what I hate today? I, I never thought I'd be this guy or care about why people got like hair implants or shit like that. And now I go on the road, I'm like, ah, oh, I can't wear a fucking hat on my job. <laughs> and now, now I feel like I have this big bald spot. Like I walk by a video and I'm like, God, just you take it away. Just get that spray hair cannon. Yeah, I, I think that I, I was going to try painting it. You know? There you go. But I got, ten of, I got a ton of back hair. So I'm like, I wish I could just 
Plop it on there. You can. Just like yeah. <laughs> get your shavings and then yeah. fucking glue it up top, man. Nice. It looks natural. Nice. That's weird. Yeah. That's man, weird. They call it mancrame. Mancrame? Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. heard that word before. No. It's, well, you've heard of macrame, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like art. Policy. Anyway. So We digress. We're talking Halloween. What Did you have any Halloween traditions when you were growing up? Uh, the, the parade walk when I was in elementary school. But that's it, man. No, it was, uh, otherwise it was just go out and collect candy. And I st- I think the last time, I moved to Colorado in 1992, and that was the last time I, I trick-or-treated, eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah, once I hit high school, it was it was none. Yeah, my dad forbid me to uh, trick-or-treat after 12. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't get to go that. trick-or-treat anymore. Like, it sucks. No. But then, my first year not trick-or-treating, I was disappointed. I didn't get candy. And yeah. my parents like, why don't you come watch this movie called Halloween with us? Oh. I'm like... Okay, fucking scary shit. Twelve yeah. years old. Yeah, that's a scary fucking movie. Yeah, I watch it now. I love that movie still. Even uh, this, is, I'm gonna go on this tangent here in just a second about horror movie tropes. Um, but that was a scary fucking movie, and I'll still watch it to this day. Even if Jamie the Curse is stupid as fuck, like yeah. she keeps letting Michael Myers up, like <laughs> kill the motherfucker. Right. Like, oh, I poked him in the eye with a hanger. He's <laughs> dead. He's totally dead. Nice. Like, no, he's not. But great fucking movie at twelve years old. Yeah, <sighs> nightmares. Was that horrible? Was that uh, I want to want to see this. There could be a perfect beginning. Did Halloween start your horror movie deal? No, that actually, was the first one. No, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, the right. the original one yeah. where Johnny Depp gets sucked in through the door at yeah. the end. Yeah, that one was it. Um, I don't remember why, but it was on. I had a little tiny TV in my room when I was growing up, and it was they were playing horror movie, and I watched it, and I was like. This is a good fucking movie. And then I didn't realize, like, I watched the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Johnny Depp gets sucked in. And then I had the worst fucking nightmares after that. <laughs> right. I, sw- I, I have never had horror nightmares like I did after I watched that. Yeah. But I loved it. Nice. I didn't. I, I wasn't scared by it. Mm-hmm. Horror movies don't scare me. Nothing, like, really scares me. Um, but I loved it. I love that feeling of, you know, being creeped out. I love that, that slasher. Uh-huh. Sure. What about you? Oh man, I think like like I said, watching horror movies with my mom growing up, like you know, we just I don't know why she did that. Maybe I mean you think it'd go the opposite. She'd be like, here, watch you know, watch some benign children's show and go to sleep and have happy dreams. But you watch no. horror movies with your kids now? No, no, no. That's true. Yeah, you're saying yeah. no. So so like I said, Aiden will Aiden will watch some stuff, and Natalie's watched a couple, but you know I'm not I'm the big sissy. So <laughs> see, um. I try to get my my kid to watch horror movies, mm-hmm. and he will not. No kidding. And I totally I totally respect that in him. He is upfront, like I don't want to watch it. I don't want to be scared. Totally fine. I totally understand it. Um, my dad and I used to go and watch movies together, mm-hmm. which I that's one of the traditions I really enjoy. But like, I don't have anybody to go. My wife, yeah. she doesn't want to watch scary movies, so literally it's me. Yeah. I have to stay up late yeah. after a long day of working and shit to watch a scary movie or I have to go to the movies by myself. All right. I, I really hate going to fucking horror movies at a theater yeah. because inevitably people are talking. Yeah. Oh. I cannot stand people talking, especially in horror movies. Right. So I have basically I have to watch everything at home. Sure. Cause it, I can't deal with people talking in movie theaters. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah. It blows me away. The amount of phones that come out. I'm like, here, can you not for two hours, man? For two hours. I'm busy, too. I got people calling and all that, but for two hours, just sit here and enjoy the game, you know, yeah. enjoy the flick. You pay so. out the ass to go watch a fucking movie, and yeah. you're going to fuck around on your phone or talk to your friend the whole time. Yeah, like, it's wacky. Why are you even here? Right, like, exactly. But especially in horror movies, because it's you You have to be quiet. Right. You have to be invested. Because yeah. Any little thing, like, um, 
this is the same way with uh, haunted houses. I yeah. I can't stand it because people like uh, this when you see the scare up above yeah. or in front of you, it's like you're not you gonna be scared. Coming. You know yeah. what's coming. Yeah. And then you know, there's not scary anymore because sure. you know what's coming. Sure. Yeah. Right. So there we go. What uh, what are you doing this year for Halloween? Um, you know, the bad dad moment, I'll, I'll actually be in, uh, Toledo, Ohio. So what I'm doing is I'm going to one of those college parties that I told you about, and then my kids are going to go trick-or-treat with mom. You're going to go to so, a college party, huh? Yeah, no, no, I'm in. <laughs> Although there is a University of Toledo. It's, uh, yeah, it's a crazy school. Anyway. Crazy, crazy Toledo. Crazy Toledo. You heard it here first. Yeah. Crazy Toledo. Actually. Um, what are your kids going at? Did we have, have we discussed this? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's okay. So so my youngest daughter's a, a hula. Oh, okay. The hula, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's not uh, racially appropriating Moana. She's just going to be a standard hula girl. Yeah, standard. Good. Standard. She's actually doing a com- combination. Um, she's a PSL hula girl. Um, so she's look, She's going as a basic hula bitch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she, yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's, a, she's a white girl from the suburbs, and she's going to be dressed like a hula girl. So. Do you think people are too uh, sensitive? Yes. Like, like they're getting pissed off because people are dressed as Moana. Yes. Yeah. I listen. I think if you want to be here, here's I I tend to not give any credibility or any credence to people that are so easily offended because to me and 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 I've probably told you the story at some point in our life, but um, here's the thing: Pol- being politically correct to me, it, it it's truly about the intent. It's not about the the actual delivery. So I'll keep this short. Basically this. So I, I was sitting in a class one time at UC Denver, and I was taking it was uh, ethnic diversity in American literature, and I was sitting next to a guy, and uh, you know, really he was a Denver police officer, and you know, and uh, and he was black, right? And so we're sitting there and we're talking about, and this is two this is two, right before 9/11, like maybe a week before 9/11. And so anyway, long story short, we're sitting and we're talking about, you know, should it be African American or should it should be, you know, should it be black or you know? And I'm like, listen, it's all about my intent. If I say, oh, it was that black guy over there. If you extract from that my benign comment and say, man, come on, you know that's not correct. you got to chill. It's African-American. Mike, to me, it's the intent. Now, there's one word that I could say that I think probably get me, you know, beat up, and that's fine. You know, I think there's some things that people know are just completely derogatory. But at the end of the day, if you're not willing to look at the intent of the person delivering that message, the problem is yours, not that person. And that, to me, comes out of sensitivity. So am I? Do I think people are too sensitive? Yeah, because I don't think any being anybody is being thoughtful enough to actually engage and go. But did they, did they really mean it like that? You know, I mean, like if you go to a party and it's all white sheets and black faces, I'm gonna tell you that probably that wasn't a minor slip up. Like that was pretty intentional. That might be offensive. But if you just happen to have a black face and you're the only person, and everybody else is a witch and this and that, whatever. I don't know. I mean, is the you got to look at the intent. But I don't think you can stamp a general. You know, well. You can't say this anymore. You can't say that anymore. Anyway. Yeah. Is that the short answer? Uh, yeah. Short, <laughs> the short of the long of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I am uh, all about offending as many people as possible. All right. So, I'll go out of my way to make offensive things. Yeah. Uh, offensive remarks. You know, at work, I'm very PC, but, like, right. I don't care if I offend anybody. Sure. Because I'm just joking around. Um, I grew up hippie liberal, mm-hmm. and I grew up with gay people, black people, Muslim people, and I like everybody just the same, and I dislike mm-hmm. everybody just the same. So, like, yeah, it's really in the intent. Like, I, I'm just having a joke, sure, you know, and I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just trying to be offensive because yeah. people are so <laughs> fucking sensitive that it's really fun to make people feel uncomfortable when you're around. <laughs> nice. It's a good feeling, yeah. Yeah. Well, so how does Halloween make people feel uncomfortable? 
I mean, is but, there any? I mean, truthfully, I think there's a good through in here, right? But the costumes is probably the number one time of year where you can offend the most amount of people. I, costumes, one hundred percent. Because who can't be offended, right? Because if you think about Halloween, there are all these society tropes, right? There's all these societal norms that get broken, like we're vampires and goblins, and you know. But if you dress up as anything that maybe reflects our current society, that's what offends people, right? Yeah, you can't dress up like Trump. You can't yeah. dress up like. Obama. You can't dress up like Moana. You can't dress up. Uh, you don't wear blackface. Yeah, that, that's one thing. Like, if you're white, don't yeah. try to be black. Okay, but you can be fucking Moana. I mean, but and so I, I, I'm gonna push on you a little bit huh. because you see Tropic Thunder. I did. Robert Downey Jr. That's true. Come on, man. He knocked it out. What of do the you park. mean, totally, you people? <laughs> but totally respectful. Well done. So again, I, I, I'm just challenging you, but I'm saying the intent is still. It, it, it maybe not just a blackface, like a white person going as a black person. I don't know. To me, that's just not creative. But but a I'd white rather person be a white person. A, you know, yeah. like you know, I don't know. I like, guess there's some things that are off like, limits. But if I was a, a white dude going as Tupac, I wouldn't. I think that'd be funny. I think it'd be funny too. Yeah. I'd make a really ugly Tupac. <laughs> Tupac was a beautiful looking man. Um, I could see you as an Easy E. Oh, I could, I love you. Easy. Could pull Easy E. Yeah, I'm way too taller though. And he, um, and he fucking got all skinny because he died of AIDS. Okay, well. So you get skinny when you do that. <laughs> nice. I'll wait too fat. Yeah. That, I'm like, that fuck, I'm like Heavy D. Yeah. Uh, or uh, Bismarcky. <laughs> oh, man. That's, no, those guys <laughs> got you. Oops, you okay? Yeah. Oh, I didn't burn you there. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Um, yeah, I just think it's too sensitive. And, you know, you can't be a sexy nurse. Like, I think you'd be a great sexy nurse. Oh, I, I, but, I look great in a miniskirt, man. I bet you do. Wait, do they wear miniskirts? Not anymore. Uh, well, not anymore, because yeah. we're two fucking PCs. So yeah, right. Now yeah. no, they have to wear a pantsuit. Yeah, so yeah. I think you're going to go as a sexy nurse. I'm going to go as Moana. Nice. I think we are we need to go find a party. Oh, that's like one of those cute lesbian couples. Those are like two unicorns that actually meet up in a meadow. Uh, you know, a sexy nurse and Moana. Like, I mean, that's like your iconic... That's the cover of a community college magazine. I think we do pretty good in like a gay bar. Yeah. If we're gay... <laughs> that's funny. We're like, we are two bear-looking motherfuckers. Yeah, that, that's true. So. Well... So does that make me the bottom or the top? Well, no, we're not going to be with each other. Cause oh, if you just bear, I don't think there's bear on bear action. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know enough. No. I'm pretty ignorant no. of the, the gay community. I love the gay folks. Like I love them a lot, but I don't. I know enough about what a bear looks like, and yeah. I look like a bear. Okay, fair. Oh, I've been. You look like a bear. Yeah, absolutely. But so we'd clean up. Yeah. Because dudes love bears apparently. Is, is that right? Yeah. Right. That's right here. It's uh, like the dad bods for dads. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this is kind of where we wrap up. Uh, we're just going in weird tangents. And yeah. so we're like, hey, that's pretty good time to uh, 86 to start the show. Yeah. So a um, couple things that we always want to do. Um, you know, thank you so much for being on our show. It Absolutely. was a lot of fun, dude. We're going over an hour. Holy Yeah, awesome. you lose time here, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. You know, we've got a good buzz on. Um, next week is our season finale. So... Uh, we're doing it as an episodic kind of podcast. Mm-hmm. We, we're going to take a little bit of a break uh, in between season one and season two. Uh, we're going to start our own uh, podcast for our Patreon customers and our subscribers. Okay, uh, I'm resurrecting the Learning Science podcast. Awesome. I know James has some uh, production things that he's doing. Um, we're also fixing up our studio, and uh, James is going to pimp it out. We're going to start putting out a bunch of content in the off season. So. I'm taking James to his first heavy metal concert. Nice. Yeah. So I took uh, Chris to uh, a heavy metal show. Yeah. What was your experience like? Oh, man, it was tremendous. In fact, uh, uh, I believe your wife was pregnant at the time, and so I was controlling our own little mosh circle to keep yeah. people away. You were on one end, I was on the other. 
And uh, we watched, uh, what was it, Jamie, Jamie Jasta from... Hey Breed. Hey Breed. yeah. Oh, hey Breed. I haven't said that since that night, man. That was that was down at the Ogden, I think. Yeah, right? it was the Ogden. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Strapping Young Lad. Yeah, and then... Uh, Walls of Jericho. There we go. See, I, I can remember... I can't fucking remember what my schedule is at work, yeah. which is it's usually pretty much the same. Right. I can fucking remember concerts that you and I, rando concerts yeah. that we went to fucking yeah. 12 years ago. Yeah, no kidding. That yeah. was a good concert. That was a good that concert. Was, oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh... James has never been to a heavy metal concert. Why don't you give him a little bit of a tips on oh, what to expect? Well, I, I think the the first thing right off the bat is you, you're when you walk in, you're gonna be so surprised how how vanilla these people look. Um, I, when they're dancing around and jumping in the music videos, they look much tougher than they are. And then you get there, and it's just a bunch of people wanting to listen to the to some good metal. So uh, wear black, lime green is gonna make you stand out and might get you slugged. Um and and you know keep your head on a swivel because there's there's a lot of fists and feet that go flying all yeah. the time so and a lot of spit you're gonna eat someone else's spit without a doubt <laughs> guaranteed maybe might, the lead singer you might lose a shoe yeah or you it might depends. catch a sweaty shirt you might catch it yeah you could catch a pick yeah or I love catching picks and shit yeah. after concerts I got one from Haybreed at a different show okay I was like the only dude rocking out because it was a Lamb of God Haybreed concert okay. And so I was the only person fucking rocking out to Haybreed. Everybody else is there for Lamb of God. And so the dude, like, hooked me up with a bunch of picks. That's awesome. It was one of the coolest things in my life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nice. so um, you heard it right. Chris uh, was right. I took my pregnant wife to go see Haybreed. Not one time. Yeah. But two different times I took her. So, yeah, my fucking kid rocked because I taken her to heavy metal shows. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, Good programming. So uh, we got that heavy metal show coming up with James. Um, we're going to be doing some Mile High Podcast videos, and then we're going to work on season two. We have some really awesome guests. Uh, my friend Courtney that I worked with a long time ago, she's a graduate from the Second City Academy in Chicago. Uh, she's in the, the marijuana industry, and on top of that, she is Harry Potter nerd number one, and I That's love awesome. Harry Potter. She's the one that got me into Harry Potter, them and my kids, of course, mm-hmm. are my kid and my wife. Um, my wife's kind of my kid. Yeah. But she's more, she's more my mom. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Um, one out of every 365, you get one. Yeah, there you go. Um, they're super Harry Potter nerds, but Courtney was like the first like Harry Potter nerd that I really knew. So I'm going to have fun having a Harry Potter conversation with her. James is, uh, not really a Harry Potter guy. So it's kind of fun to have those because he'll learn something and he's starting to get back into it too. Um, and we have some, just, we have, uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony, he's a Hollywood Tony P for the greatest talk show where I had my Learn Me Science. Yeah, okay. So he um, is a writer. He's He makes a lot of content and shit, and uh, he'll be one of our guests. I, we have some really good guests. My dad's going to be on. Oh, right on. That'd yeah. be cool. Man. So we want to get the perspective of what it was like being a fucking stoner back in the 60s right. and 70s and shit. So, That's awesome. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. So we have some really cool stuff that we're working on. Next week's going to be our... Grand finale for season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working on some cool stuff. We haven't quite nailed down what it's going to be, but uh, it's going to be some real good time. That's awesome, man. And we're, hopefully we're, we're going to be smoking some blunts. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I can't roll a joint yeah. for shit. And our, our friend DW can roll really good joints, but he is a fucking master bluntsmith. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, you know, I wonder if they're going to start teaching that as a vocation in schools once it's better. How to roll. Lifted. Yeah, how to roll. I mean, it's just like fixing a car. I mean, come on. They teach you to balance your bank account now. So. Well, Metro State, yeah. then they have a, a cannabis um, whole degree. About no cannabis. kidding. Yeah, a bunch of colleges actually That's in Colorado. Fantastic. That's cool. That's one reason I love Colorado, man. Right. Because we're like, all right, we have this industry. Let's see where we can take it. Sure. So, cool fucking show. Go. 
All right, so we're just wrapping up here. Let me get through all the social media stuff. Uh, if I can, I can't even fucking find this shit. Now uh, you can find, follow us at Twitter at High Podcast, uh, Instagram at Mile High Podcast. Uh, you can email me at Redbeard at MileHighPodcast dot net. James is at Mile High. James at Mile High Podcast. All these, they're so hard to read. So I started doing these outlets um, about a month ago, and I was so excited to have for my outlines, and mm-hmm. they've they've kind of fucked me up because the very first time I tried to announce our Twitter yeah. handle, I called it Titter, nice, and we lost. <laughs> we couldn't finish our fucking job. That's hilarious. So it was pretty fucking funny. It was a had to be there kind of moment. So um, and then you can follow Nancy at Nancy at Mile High Podcast on that. Um, Chris, man, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, no, I had a really good you. time. Yeah, yeah, likewise. Great. All right, cool. Great conversation. We're going to shake hands. Yeah, yeah we're, that's a we're good, shaking hands, all right? We'll shake, yeah. <laughs> we'll shake something later. Right, good night. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Podcast. Contact us at themilehighpodcast.com. That's themilehighpodcast.com.